an initiative of Franciscan University of Steubenville. Faithandreason.com. Be transformed by the renewal of your mind. It doesn't always happen, but when the readings of the day line up perfectly with what we're doing here this morning, it's a special blessing because we have gathered here on the very first day of a brand new academic semester. And this also happens to be the very first day of the first week in ordinary time. And what do we find Jesus doing? He is coming and beginning his public ministry in the region of Galilee. And he's got a message. And that is the kingdom of God is at hand. Now, back in his day, the big empire of the day was the Roman Empire. And one could figure out the boundaries of it. It was the, the Rhine River up there in the north and more further to the east, it was the Danube and the finable boundaries. If we think of the kingdom of God in terms of definable boundaries, we're on the wrong track. You know, uh, uh, otherwise we would just go to Expedia, find out where the kingdom of God is located, buy some tickets, fly there and say, now I'm living in the kingdom of God. But that is not the case because the kingdom of God is present where the will of God is done perfectly. And in the case of Jesus arriving there in Galilee, the will of God was done perfectly in his person. Probably the only other person in the world to this day was with our Blessed Mother. You know, our tainted nature solitary boasts the will of God and, and her were lined up. And, and that is what we are called to do so how do we show that we live in the kingdom of God? Well, Jesus adds in this, really, this is the whole basis of catechetics, you know. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the good news. Repentance. What does it do? It, it is a call for you and I to turn ourselves around, to act counterintuitively to the ways of the world. And it is a huge challenge. How long will this challenge exist in our life? Probably to the moment we draw our last breath. And yet we are challenged to do it. If we wait until we have been perfected, until the kingdom of God exists perfectly in us, <laughs> we'll be waiting for a very long time. But we're called to nonetheless witness. And the more we can repent, the more the kingdom of God will be visible to others in us. And therein lies the challenge. Now, our Holy Father was reflecting on some of the challenges that face us right now concerning the kingdom of God. So he is speaking to us at this time and as to what we are to do. And yet he is optimistic about our challenges. He says this now, even if the church feels contrary winds, and let's face it, turn on the TV set, 
contrary winds, you know, we're in a boat of Peter, we're in gale force winds right now, you know, speaking of contrary winds, but he said, even if the church feels contrary winds, nevertheless, she feels the wind of the Holy Spirit who helps us, who shows us the right road. And so we are on our way, it seems to me, with new enthusiasm, the spirit of the new evangelization. It isn't that we have a new message, it's just that we have new enthusiasm and urgency in proclaiming that message. And he's really telling us that we're on the winning side and we need to feel that. And we need to know that regardless of how challenging it looks out there, we're gonna prevail. He says this now, anyone who lives and proclaims the faith of the church is on many points out of step with the prevalent way of thinking, even in our own day. Today's regnant agnosticism, I love that expression, regnant agnosticism. You know, he's a true educator, a true academic, but agnosticism does seem to be reigning out there. Uh, And even today's regnant, which has its own dogmas and is extremely intolerant regarding anything that would question it and the criteria it employs. Try to question the talk shows and Hollywood. You want to see intolerance? You know, uh, boy, all you have to do is listen to the speech and you will find it is extremely intolerant. Therefore, he says, the courage to contradict the prevailing mindset is particularly urgent today. Courage, courage, core, coming from the heart. The heart to contradict the lie is so needed. You know, that's one thing that is inspirational about young people. They're not afraid, and they do have courage. They simply have to know they've got the right plan, the right action plan, and then they move forward. And we know we have the right action plan if it's united with Christ. To go on, he says this, therefore, uh, oh, we must be courageous And this courage or forcefulness does not consist in striking out or in acting aggressively. We don't overturn police cars and smash windows and act like we're out of our mind. Uh, As once again, if we do, guaranteed to be on front page of the news and have the news rooting for you because you look like you're out of your mind. Uh, That is not our challenge, and the Holy Father is saying, do not adopt that strategy. But rather, in allowing oneself to be struck and to be steadfast before the principles of the prevalent way of thinking, that prevalent, regnant agnosticism out there, we need to have courage in standing up to it. According, he says, to Anel, widespread way of thinking, peacemaking consists solely in the pursuit of compromises capable of ensuring peaceful coexistence between peoples or between citizens 
with a single nation. From the Christian point of view, the glorification of God and the human peace on earth are closely linked with the result that peace is not simply the fruit of human effort. If we go that route, we'll miss the mark. And that is also what sin is about. But it is a participation in the very love of God. Indeed, once we no longer make reference to a, an objective and transcendent truth, how is it possible to achieve an authentic dialogue with anyone about anything? Without openness to the transcendent, human beings easily become prey to relativism and find it difficult to act justly and to work for peace. Thus, the importance of a core curriculum here at Franciscan University that stands on principles, that stands on objective truth that we need to drink deeply from. And this is what this semester gives us the opportunity to do. The building of peace, the Holy Father says this, always comes about by the protection of human beings and their fundamental rights. Foremost among these is the respect for human life at every stage. Where is it being attacked? All over the place. In its infancy, and now the new big, big target are the elderly. And they're going to go after them. And they're going to say they are useless. And therefore, they have no value to our civil. And they're being selfish for being alive. Someday, you will be elderly, God willing, and God forbid that you will have to defend your life for existing. We need to stand up for those elderly. The Holy Father says this. He called for a prohibition of euthanasia, understood as the intentional killing by act or omission of a dependent human being. I don't think we need to give that person water. After all, they might hydrate. Uh, we've got a problem with that. That is by omission, killing a human being. And that is what we must stand up to, and that is what is on the line right now. He says this, I must note with dismay that in various countries, even those of Christian tradition, Efforts are being made to introduce or expand legislation which decriminalizes abortion, which is gravely contrary to the moral law. You know, next week, people from all over the country will gather in Washington, D.C. They will gather there because they will be standing up to witness to the sanctity of human life that begins at conception. Now, a baby in the womb is not able to do much witnessing. The baby is fulfilling God's plan by being there. But we need to do God's will and stand up and try to protect them by insisting, you know, a nation that does not do the will of God is a nation that is on the wrong track. And it is the will of God that all human life 
made in the image and likeness of God be considered sacred. Sadly, the Holy Father says, especially in the West, one frequently encounters ambiguities about the meaning of human rights and their, con and their corresponding duties. Rights are often confused with exaggerated manifestations of the autonomy of the individual who becomes absorbed only in seeking to satisfy his or her own needs. It's all about me, man, you know? It's all about me and my rights, and I want to do whatever I want to, and if you're interfering with me because you're competing with my medical care, Therefore, please die and get out of the way because it's all about me. Then we've got a problem with our society and our culture. And what is called for is courage and steadfastness. Now, speaking to you and I, he says this. It is urgent to train leaders who will one day guide national and international public institutions. Jesus, today, in this gospel, called his very first apostles to become part of his team to proclaim that message that the kingdom of heaven was at hand. He called fishermen, ordinary people, and he said that they would be fishers of men. Right now, he needs future scientists out there among you to help people understand the beginnings of human life and help people understand its complexity and its dignity. He needs nurses. He needs teachers to open and enlighten minds. You know, the, the, the whole uh, network of the whole prevailing mood out there is in, in the world is, oh, you gotta keep an open mind about things, you know? I, I, I'm very open-minded. Well, where do we close that mind? We need to close it, Chesterton said, on something that is solid. Somebody walking around with an open mind all the time, he said, is like somebody walking around with an open mouth all the time. The purpose, he said, of an open mouth is to close it on a piece of good food, you know? The purpose of an open mind is when we come to a truth, the way, the truth, and the life is then to close it and not be part of a sea of moral relativism. You know, part of Jesus' message today was to believe. Believe in that good news. Chesterton said, and, and by the way, you new students, you're going to hear from him occasionally, in a homily, maybe, you know. When a man stops believing in God... <clears throat> He doesn't then believe in nothing. He believes in anything. Anything coming down the pike, anything you see on the latest talk show, anything when the media gets its talking points and share the same ones, and suddenly they imply, if you don't think the way we think, you're out of touch and you no longer belong, and they try to marginalize you. Well, their way of thinking doesn't belong to the way the world was created. And, and that kind of thinking leads to the destruction of the world. 
And that's why we, we need an environmentalism of the human being. We need to promote the environment in which a human person can flourish. And a human person starts flourishing in a family. So what is happening? The family is being redefined. The family is being destroyed. And the human being is rendered more and more isolated and pushed into a world of moral relativism. And that is why it is so important to stand up. Now, Chesterton said this, a stick might fit a hole or a stone might fit a hollow by accident, but a key and a lock are both complex. And if a key fits a lock, you know it is the right key. That is what Christianity is all about. That is what the kingdom of God is all about. It is the right key. And you being baptized into the Lord have that key. And it's awesome to want to share that with others. That is why Jesus came. He came to give us the key to make us free. And everywhere we face a world that wants to control us, that wants to enslave us, and we need to stand up and fight that world. Well, the best way to prepare is the way you're doing right now. Hit the ground running with every single course you have Drink deeply from it with every single major, and we've got tons of majors. They're all meant to do what? Contribute to the common good. They're all meant to be applied to a society where the will of God and what we do here comes closer and closer together instead of further away. Amen? An initiative of Franciscan University of Steubenville. Faithandreason.com Be transformed by the renewal of your mind.